You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is Kara Hayes, and I'm an associate producer for Long Walk Productions, here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, Kara, and welcome to This Is A Work. We are being recorded live right here at Kayfabe Outpost 1 uh, for Long Walk Podcast Studios. And with me, as always, my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes. How are you, brother? That was a long pause to get to my name. I'm a little worried now. Well, it was. I did it for effect. Also, it's weird Dave got called up to another show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this time we are doing AEW's Full Gear. As you might have known by the... The either the title or just the general upbeat sound in our voice. Yeah, not not a bad show. Uh, a lot of people were saying this was the best show that they've ever done. I don't know about all that. I wouldn't go that far, but it was a fun show. It, it was. Uh, you and me sat down. We watched it uh, this past Saturday. Uh, had a pretty good time. Uh, let's get into it. Sure. So uh, we start off the pre-show with Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa versus, oh my God. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose. Thank you. Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter. I've liked Jamie Hayter for a very long time, and I'm glad she's back with us, and I haven't had a chance to really talk about her. Um, so, And I wish I had something better to say <laughs> this particular tag match. Um it, I guess it was fine. Uh, really, I thought Jamie Hayter was the only thing that was really good about this match. I don't remember much of it. I, I, I'm not saying that to be mean. I, I think it. I mean, it was just. I can't recall it very well. No, no, it's well because you didn't miss much. There was no meat on the bone. No. Um, there. That. I mean, that was it. There was. There was nothing here for us. Um. Thunder Rosa is she she's a decent worker. Um Sheeta, uh I think the hype on Sheeta is much bigger than her actual ability. Uh I think Nyla Rose could be really good. I'm I'm trying to be positive about it. <laughs> but she is giving you know what she's selling way more than a monster like her should be selling. That's true. That is true. I mean, it's it's something that was noticeable when she had her match with Sheeta last year. Mm-hmm. And it was very noticeable during this tag match when, I mean, she's letting people do do the um, do Hurricane Rana's tour. Uh, it's, I mean, it, and it, you can tell it's like she's giving up well over 120 pounds easily I, I some may even argue 200 pounds um I, they're just it wasn't very good 
it's just well Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa go over obviously because you know Nyla and Hater they're gonna do the job right now so until they improve or give us a decent storyline Oh, I do remember one thing. Do you remember Vicky's uh, Kendo Poke of Doom? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. Well, I, I, who did she do it on? Was it? Um, it, it was Hater. It was on. No, it wasn't on Hater, was it? That was, that was no, I'm sorry. I'm, I got it. Uh, it was on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I think it was on Thunder Rosa. I thought it was on Sheeta. It might be on. It might, uh, might have been on Sheeta, but it was. The spot was, I think. Vicky was supposed to get her in the leg with a kendo stick, and it's just, well, she did, but she kind of just jabbed forward. Um, make it, and, she, and, and I know, I know, I know, Vicky was trying to be careful, but it looks like, for all intents and purposes, she, she, she kinda, just poked her, she, just kinda, tried to get her attention, kind of like poked her with a stick, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, she felt it and sold it properly, but <laughs> she didn't know what it looked like from, from, from the angle. Uh, it's also interesting, I, I think this is something neat, um, that uh, the the faces in the match were foreign and the heels were American. Yeah, yeah. One of them, uh, Native American. Native American, so. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, Jamie Hayter is actually British. Oh. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah, but she's that is Chris, the fashion plate Barnes. You can write to us at Long Walk Podcast. Write the dogs. <laughs> uh, no, but it, no. Well, then Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I was just curious to me. It's just like the just I like I like that that you know we we've hit a point where it's like it's okay to cheer the foreigners. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's yeah. uh, until you said fuck. The British. <laughs> well, I mean, most of the world has a day set aside for them to go fuck the British. A lot of a lot of countries' Independence Days are the days they said goodbye to the British. That's true. That is very true. We're one of them. I gave this match two, and I, honestly, I think I was being generous. Um, let's move into something happy, shall a we? Glorious mess, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we'll get into a glorious mess here <laughs> later. Uh, let's uh, start out the real show with Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus Darby Allen. And start, they fucking did. My God, I haven't seen a wrestling match in well over 20 years, guys. <laughs> and... <laughs> Jesus Christ, did they turn it up. And you know something? Uh, the second time that I watched it, yeah. I realized the placement for this match was perfect. Mm-hmm. Because if they had done this after the Bucks or made it semi-main, they would have put the crowd to sleep because they weren't for first of all the crowd was going to be exhausted by then right right and they weren't going to feel it uh i i thought this match was perfectly placed and jesus christ um mjf had been talking about how he could beat uh darby with a headlock takeover well he must have thrown eight headlock takeovers <laughs> in this match which just just 
pleases the hell out of me. Because <laughs> you, I guarantee it. it I, there were several people in the locker room that watched him do that and said, what, what was that move he just did? <laughs> what, what, what was that? And, <laughs> is that a well, judo throw? I know what they did copy because the ring apron moves they did were brutal. Oh, my God. Talk about it. I, I can't remember them specifically at this uh, point. But it's just like the... They they would that's one that's an AEW trope. Now they always go to the hardest part of the ring. Yeah. Uh and they just absolutely love to do stuff out there. At this point, uh MJF is uh selling a knee injury. Yes, that's right. Early in there in the match he he actually like Is it raining? I believe hmm. so. Well, I'll be. Yes. I wonder. I wonder if that's going to affect the podcast. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, earlier in the match, he did something to hyperextend his knee. Yeah, or heard it. And again, a masterclass of selling. Oh, God bless to him! Every move that he did, I, I what the the preface to it was. He did this sick backbreaker. That's what it was. Yes, he he put. That well, that that's what uh, really got him started. That's where they yeah. moved to the uh, uh, apron. Yes, yes. And then he picks up Darby Allen, going for a tombstone. That was it. Yeah, and my God, dropped him. He drops to his knees and just he sold the hell out of it, and just. Holy he continued yeah, to it sell it the entire match. Every move, every move. There was a grimace. There was a pull at the leg. Oh, it was it, it was beautiful. Yeah, Darby. I can't say enough good things. I am getting higher on Darby Allen with every passing show. Uh, he just looks better and better. Everything he does when he dives out of the ring, there's a point to it. There is. He's he he's like a bullet train. Just he's just trying to get a knockdown so that he can capitalize on it, and it's it's beautiful. The only thing close to a botch in this match was MJF making sure he got in position for Darby Allen's coffin drop to catch him. That's yeah. That there was, was that. It's it's getting a lot. Well, I, don't, I don't. We're gonna keep going. I don't know if we can. Uh, uh, if you guys can hear this rain coming down, I can. So I think so. Okay. Well, we apologize for the sound quality. We're working on it, guys. We're gonna see if we can't remedy this. God wants to stop this podcast, and we're not gonna let him. Nope. <laughs> because we are talking about MJF, and God <laughs> clearly hates MJF <laughs> because he is jealous because. MJF will not give him his talent back. Hang on, before you keep going, I need to scoot over. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to get hit by the lightning. Too. Ah, nonsense! What's the worst that could happen? We're in a metal building. Anyway, <laughs> just I mean, no, this was just a master class of wrestling with updated moves, and you know, they they fed off of each other perfectly. To, I mean, even to the point where it's like um, what they wore. Darby Allen wore his usual, and mm-hmm. then, and then, but MJF purposely contrasted it by coming out, and it was just a very much like a a light purple mm-hmm. set of trunks 
with, I think you noticed there were flowers on them. I, there were flowers on them, and I believe I talked to a young lady uh, earlier this week who referred, who referred to it as puce. Yes, that is, yes, that and is. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a word. It is, yes, specifically <laughs> a color, and it's in that, spe- that, that spectrum of purple. And just God bless him. I just yeah. He, uh, like that's one thing you can always enjoy about MJF. He makes a point of doing something to contrast uh, whoever he's facing. There was one botch that I saw, and it wasn't really a botch. It was just ugly. Yeah. Uh, and it was right there at the beginning. Uh, apparently, it's been a while since. Either one of these two cats uh, have thrown an arm drag at each other. <laughs> Boy, that was ugly. Um, but you know what? We're going to see an even uglier arm drag later on in the show. We'll get to that. I love this match. It was so good. And the end was great, too, because MGF, Oh, please. Go ahead. MGF, well, he finished with that headlock. Takeover. You're damn right he did. But, Moving on. But that would be after he used the brass. Oh. All right. That would be because he used the brass knucks uh, hidden in his trunks to hit Darby Allen when the ref didn't see but it. Now, when did you see that? Uh, it was when he. Well, I saw them earlier in the match because they poked up out of his trunks early. Well, see, now, I, I know. I, 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 don't, I don't like what you're insinuating here, Bart. Now, I did see him with his diamond ring uh-huh. when he, did, he came he did, down. He didn't use that, though. Oh, are, are you sure about well, that? Well, I mean, uh, it was, it was uh, what it was, did he drop it in his trunks? I, well, I, you know, who knows what happens to things when, the, you know, the, the bell rings. He may not have trusted the ring boy to take it back. and uh, There was no ring boy. Uh, well, well, there you go, then. Uh, then, yeah, maybe he, may, maybe he would have had Wardlow hold on to it <laughs> or... Uh, who who knows? All I know is that he won with a headlock takeover. Right after waffling him with with brass knucks or something like that. Never saw it. Uh, you did. And I gave you this. You cheered run. when it happened. <laughs> I did cheer for the headlock takeover. I re- I very specifically remember uh-huh. doing that. MJF wins again. I gave this match a five Meltzer rating. Uh, it yeah. was just fantastic. Uh, it really was. It was. It was something that I would want to show somebody and be like, "This is why I like wrestling." Right. Oh, w- no question. No question. Uh, yeah, I would take somebody off the street and and show them this match, and then they would say, "I don't know who you are. Why did you bring me into your house?" And well, then it's like, "Look, it's MJF. Look, do you have a second to talk about our Lord and Savior?" I don't and, know what an MJF is. <laughs> Moving into our next match, uh, we have the uh, AEW Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Brothers, uh, defending their belts against... The AAA Tag Team Champions. I love those AAA belts, man. They look so good and so old school. Yeah. Um, The AAA Tag Team Champions of FTR. FTR. Now, let's start this out proper. FTR comes out to the old Midnight Express music. Updated, obviously, but the Midnight Express music 
nonetheless. It's legally distinct. Yeah. But it's definitely it. I I, I immediately you put it on, on YouTube. I was like, oh, that's it. Oh, and man, you... <laughs> You, you've never seen a bigger mark than you did at Kayfabe Outpost 1 that <laughs> night. Uh, I, I, I went rummaging through my closet to find my Midnight Express shirt and that I had when I was six. <laughs> it was, I lost it. It was fantastic. Um, the Lucha Bros, they had a cute little intro with somebody where they threw a grenade or something and don't do that. a bunch of jobbers blew up. I don't know. I found it rather violent. But, um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, I had originally given this tag team uh, match a five as well. After watching it a second time, I've, I've had to drop it down a little bit. And let's get into it. Um, we start out fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again, simple. We start we we start ourselves a nice little staircase of a story in the ring, and we just build it up and build it up and build it up, and it was good. And the, both of them, the both teams, just so fantastic. The Lucha Brother, uh, <laughs> Penta, and Phoenix, <laughs> <laughs> they just. They, they they just fly around they the ring. Do. It's without flapping their wings or anything. Including, just, I saw it after the fact. Um, when you, after you told me about it, I saw it on Twitter later. They had that perfect shot of uh, Penta staring down FTR, and then Phoenix comes flying in from <laughs> off screen to land beside him. Just he he just jumps in from the top of the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then. He was halfway across the ring when he did it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just incredible like stuff, he guys. Like it into shot just right beside Penta. <laughs> yeah. Just a beautiful, funny moment. Um, so oh, this, many good spots. I think this is the match that also um, FTR and Tully were on the outside regrouping. And I think it was penta who came off the ropes to to do a move towards them but he started by bouncing off the ropes they were standing beside and it was absolutely great watching them just look up and flinch because they thought he was immediately coming out right it's such a good moment so much there was so much happening the problem that i had uh with this and i nobody's really talking about it but i feel like the finish got botched somehow um I think what happened was Dax got hurt at some point. Maybe, yeah. Now, again, they're not talking about it. But it if you watched it, then you, you saw them. They go to put the uh, hoods on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they ducked under the ring so that they could put the masks on so that you couldn't tell who the legal man was. Uh, Dax was way gone. We never saw him again. And Cash was the one that ended up uh, taking the pinfall, even though he was the he was not the legal man to get pinned. Um, it was a strange finish, and it didn't make sense. It it, it felt like it, they just they they just pulled it out of thin air, which is why I think Dax got hurt and couldn't do the finish, and so Cash leaned in and and took it for the team. But it's possible and I mean 
at the very least, it was just a good old-fashioned dusty finish. Uh, yeah, at, at best. Even if it wasn't botched, it was an odd finish. Yeah. And that's why I can't go five on this. I did give it a solid four and a half, though. That's fair. I, no, I get that, because the, the, the ending is kind of weird, and it, either it was necessitated by Dax being hurt or just for for them to re- meet again down the line that they were just setting right. it up weird. Yeah, and and see now I would have I would have uh, accepted it more if there had been some story behind these yeah. these guys, but there there's no story. They're just tag teams looking for belts. And AEW is notorious about there are no rematches. So you're not going to see this same match on Dynamite or Rampage. Yeah. Especially like WWE and see it for the next three weeks. Yeah, there's no immediate rematches. Yeah. Right. It, it'll be somewhere down the road, mm-hmm. uh, maybe at the next pay-per-view, but doubtful. Yeah. So moving in, well, uh, the Lucha Brothers, obviously, they go over four and a half for this uh, for I this mean, match. The ending puts a little bit of a damper on things, but other than that, fantastic. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Good old, and Good old fashioned, just amazing tag team action. And th- this is the one thing that I like to do. because now, because you have two great, great matches right there, I get to get nitpicky mm-hmm. about things. It's... It's I've run out of problems here, so I get to I, I get I get to get nitpicky about little things. Well, you didn't do this quite right. You didn't stick the landing on this, and it was and I love it's it's not being critical. It's me being out of problems. So hats off to everybody yeah. thus far, except the pre-show. The pre-show sucked. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of sucked, let's move into... Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm about to jump the gun here. Moving into the next match. The we, guns weren't on this show. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, our next match, we have Brian Danielson versus Miro. And this is the finals of the... Of, uh, the, the world tournament. title tournament, yeah. The, the world title tournament. The winner... The contender, excuse me, the tournament. Yeah. The winner gets a world title shot in a future date and they never really say what the future date is and sometimes it happens on dynamite sometimes it happens on rampage and sometimes we go all the way to a pay-per-view like what happened tonight with uh, omega and page mm-hmm. uh so danielson versus miro again fantastic miro has never looked better he really has. i I love this uh, the, this I, I am a servant of God gimmick that well now he's God's forsaken champion that's yeah because he lost and now <laughs> now God has given up on him yeah it's beautiful I love this gimmick he has got this and fire now he's about God's him bitter ex. <laughs> he really is it's just God is saying well it's 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 not it's, you it's, it's me it's <laughs> That's what it was. That I was looking, for, I was searching for that. You said that that night. <laughs> yeah, but God changed his status to uh, to it's complicated on Facebook. <laughs> uh, just <sighs> Daniel Bryan has never. Brian looked, Danielson. Oh my God, I have. 
that's going to happen again. It's ingrained because of how long he was there. And that and the man's got two first names. I mean, what are you going to do? It's you. You've already made it hard on us. So <laughs> Danielson has he's looked fantastic ever since he's gotten there. Although, uh, if you watched uh, if you watched Dynamite the last night, mm-hmm. Danielson may be going heel. Well, he might be just drifting back more to his character before WWE, which was less happy-go-lucky and more, I just want to commit violence on as many people as possible. He he kind of went after the fans uh, oh, a little bit. Yeah. It was, uh, I, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. Go ahead and watch it. Uh, it's, it's, it's still good. It's, it's still Danielson, and he's mm-hmm. still awesome. But yeah, he may be going hill a little bit. But Interesting. Miro, he's he's got these eyes of when he gets angry, you can see just this this rage that's building up in him, and it's terrifying. Every match just seems to point out more and more how WWE dropped the ball with him. And they had they could have done this match. Yeah. In WWE, and it would have been just as good, nay, maybe better. Well, they did do it, apparently, just once, though. Yeah, just the one time, and never again. Why? I don't know, because they do all the matches we don't want to see 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 times. But, you know, what do I know? So at one point, um, Bald Bull gets super mad, and, and he tells <laughs> Little Mac to kick him in the, the side <laughs> as many times as possible. That It really is. that We were talking about that that night. Oh, 100%. It, it is absolutely Little Mac versus the Bald Bull from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Any uh, Gen Xers out there that you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I just kept saying, I was like, if he does that bull charge <laughs> and does the three hops, and Danielson punches him in the stomach, and his eyes get real big, and he does that fate, and have Mario come in there and start the count. I would have, I would have loved it. But I, I so many good things in this match. I, it's a definite worth the watch. Uh, I gave this match uh, four Meltzers, and uh, yeah, fantastic. First three matches into the show, and we are off and running, guys. Yep, yep. and uh, now Bryanson is the number one contender. Yes, he is. So we've got a title match. Uh, oh, that's who it was. He was talking to Paige. Oh, uh, yeah. That that's who it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, so can't wait to see that. So. Um, Things, speaking of things that I can wait to see, we're going to move into our next match, and we now have the Young Bucks. It's time. All right. And Adam Cole, baby, versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Um, I could have done with Alan. Hey, guys, look, I love Adam Cole. I think he's phenomenal. Christian Cage is worthy of respect. And 
Look, does anybody let's just <laughs> let's just put it on the table. Does anybody really care that Christian is in AEW? Does anybody really honestly care? You are going to get text messages from Robert Bradford. I don't think Robert Bradford uh, cares no. either. I think he's I think he's just too nice for his own good. Uh-huh. I think he's going to say, well, you know, I'm very happy that Christian is back. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's great. And I have all the respect in the world for him. He's a fantastic tag team uh, specialist. And, 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 and all of that is correct. I need to know what the time code is on that because I'm going to just text that number to Robert <laughs> when, he, when he goes to listen to it. All I'm saying, first of all, I love Robert to death. <laughs> But I'm gonna make fun of you a little bit. <laughs> I mean, well, here, I like that he's there. I mean, I don't. I like Robert that. or Christian? I like both of them actually. <laughs> one of them you don't like as much. Which one? Well, probably. Uh, well, Say is, it. Spit it out of your mouth. Say it. <laughs> this has gotten weird. What happened? <laughs> Look, I, I rarely get to back somebody into a corner. I, Let me you're, because you're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, like Christian Cage isn't going to be the reason I tune into AEW. You're right, and I agree. But I like him, and I'm glad he's there. Yeah, <sighs> but if he weren't there, would it would it hinder you from watching? Currently, no. There we go. That's all. So. I, Chris Bard said he hates I, Christian Cage. That is the opposite of what I said. <laughs> no, no, no. We got it. We got it right here on tape. Now, the look. I love Adam Cole. Let's get into this. Sure. But I got a, I got a bone to pick with uh, old baby. I understand that uh, you want to have a uh, hardcore street fight. Oh my god. So, and, did, have, yeah. have you heard anything else about this? No, okay. I haven't. Because I, I am haven't. just insanely curious to know what exactly happened with this. Nobody's talking about it, and I think it's—I think they're just giving Adam Cole a pass because it's Adam Cole. I get it, and um, but I—I I can't give you a pass on this. Okay, so um, for, so what happened is during the middle of this in uh, this mess that was the street fight. Um, I think he got hit with a chair, and he rolls out of the ring. Right, and so he takes he takes the opportunity to get color as some you know some wrestler, as any wrestler would. But when he pops back up, and you see him bleeding, huge quotation fingers um, bleeding. It's, it's we notice immediately it's kind of weird because it's just a swath across his forehead, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's staying there. And it's, it's not moving. It's not moving. There's, as there's, blood usually there's no, does. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing about it moving. It's kind of secured. And it, I mean, it's like, we, it was it, I don't know if it was Daniel Bryan Miro or a match after that. We saw someone get busted open. Oh, they got busted open in this match. In this match. Too. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It was this match. Someone else was busted open, and you saw them bleeding. As in, it was started on their forehead. It ran mm-hmm. down. You saw the movement of the blood. It was very much, how did we describe it? Oh, yeah. It was, um, it looked like someone just like had a Rafiki moment and went Simba and smeared across yeah. his forehead. <laughs> Circle of life. No. To the point where 
um, toward the end of the match when he pops up again, it's gone. They Completely wiped it off. They gone. Wiped, they wiped it off. Like, and you can argue, oh, hey, he was bleeding and someone, you know, an official wiped him off. Fine, whatever. They but, didn't do that in any of the other matches, and there were a few matches where no, people were bleeding. No, I would argue that it was fake. They realized it was looking bad, and it's like it's not working, and they took it off. Well, guys, Adam, <laughs> if I may address you, sir, I like you. You're a good kid. <laughs> if you don't want to bleed in the match, fine. Don't bleed, but don't use to anybody that's wrestling. Don't use fake blood unless the gimmick it actually is fake blood. That's the only time I'll accept it when you're doing a a, a first blood match and the heel's gonna hit somebody with a blood capsule and the guy's not really bleeding and he's like, hey, this is out and he smeared yeah. him and it's like, hey, hey, yeah. he's bleeding, he's bleeding. Yeah, and then the ref rings the bell and he's like, hey, what the hockey sticks and what the thing and the, it, yeah, I'm, that's I'm not, the only time that's acceptable. I'm not going to lay this solely at Adam's feet, but I feel like there was some sort of idea to not, I mean, to, to avoid actually, you know, actually cutting and, and I, it just didn't work. I, if if that is what happened, I don't know. I'm still not sure. I I am sure, and I, I look. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I just I expect more from Adam Cole, baby. And you know, I'm sorry to say, you brought your rating down because of it. I, you know what? That's I. I'm doing this to I'm doing this to help you, not to hurt you. Can I can I say something? Uh, I I actually forgot Adam Cole's name yesterday because everyone is so accustomed to saying Adam Cole Bebe mm-hmm. as his as the entire pronunciation of it that when I went to say Adam Cole my brain shorted because it was like that didn't sound right I don't think that's the right name <laughs> fantastic because I didn't say Bebe after it well you know for the longest time when Mr. Kennedy was in the WWE uh-huh I always referred to him as Mr. Kennedy Kennedy. <laughs> and <laughs> and then when he went to Impact, I called him Mr. Anderson Anderson. So, eh, it happens. Um, that is your fault, and that is Shelby's fault in particular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, you know what? I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Uh, you know what? I... I this match was a damn mess is what it was. Um, as, as is, I mean, as is customary as it can be with, you know, the young bucks always wanting to work, you know, put in as many. Again, it, what I complain about is the young bucks, it just seems like when they're planning a match of any sort, it's, it's just a series of, hey, you know, it would be cool. Mm-hmm. And then they do it. Yeah. Uh, and then they, then they take all the ideas and they don't throw any out. They just do them all. Right. Um, and then to have to be in a six-man street fight that just uh, exacerbates the problem to the nth degree. Right. It's. I'm just. I. I it's, wasn't happy with it. It's not to say there weren't there wasn't fun stuff or good stuff in sure, there. Sure. Absolutely. But it's, overall, it was. A me- I, I'm going to keep calling it a mess because it was. It. It was. I. I wouldn't refer to it as a match. It's. Uh, because yeah, it, it was a damn mess. Now it's not the biggest mess of the night. We'll get into that. <laughs> Uh, now, you know, the last time 
that we had a young bucks mess was inside a steel cage uh, with the Lucha Brothers. Now, that was a mess, too. But, man, that was it, it was a chaotic, beautiful mess. They tried to do the same thing here. And the crowd was into it. They, they liked that sort of thing because you've got new wrestling fans and they don't really know what they're looking at. And that's fine. That's, and look, look, that's what wrestling is. And I'm fine with it. I'm not trying to be Jim Cornette here. I'm oh, yeah. really not. Some matches are just going to be, what the hell's happening? Well, I mean, that's kind of cool. And then. Yeah. It's, oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, from my point of view, uh, I'm going to give you points for crowd reaction. I'm going to give you points for, you know, some some fun moments. Uh, the go home on this was... I, no, I, see, I'm getting it mixed up with the uh, America's Top Team thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, see, I started <clears throat> to say, I was like, this happened at... Well, uh, Jungle Boy, well, earlier on, this wasn't the official go-home, but uh, they did the uh, super kick party spot, uh, but they did it with also putting tacks in Jungle Boy's mouth. and then Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot. That was a cringe moment. That was great, though. Um, They also had the uh, thumbtack knee pads that they rammed into. Right. I forget forget who they rammed them into. Was it Luchasaurus? Uh, It was was Luchasaurus, yeah. Because I commented on the fact that they did that to the guy who has the most coverage and you can't see bleed. And Luchasaurus, that's something else. He looked bad that night. He was not on his A game. I don't know if he was sick or if he was tired or jet lag or something, but he he didn't come to play. Uh, He had a couple of decent spots, but... He looked clumsy. He uh, he looks his best when things are contained in the ring. Yeah, I think things were just way too chaotic for his style to work well. No, I, I I'll agree with that. So the but was it the Bucks? Uh, I don't know if it, I think it was all three of them who rammed the Luchasaurus with the knee pads. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, but I don't. Uh, uh, Luchasaurus took out, I think he took out the Bucks mm-hmm. and a cup and some security in, in them because he did that flip off the ramp. That's right. That's right. And um, and just waylaid everybody. Yeah. And then uh, Cage and Jurassic Express, they get was it the submission? No, no, no. Um, it was the pinfall. It was the pinfall because Christian set up the concerto on Adam Cole and then gave there it to Jungle go. Boy to do. That's what it was. That's what it was right there at the top of the ramp. Um, like I said, what what are you going to do? Uh, I gave this match, I feel like I'm being generous, but uh, I, I gave it two and a half. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> and uh, I know I told you that I dropped it down a little the other night, but it's – Thinking about it today, I gave it. I raised it back up. Nah, you're getting soft in your old age. I am. I am. <laughs> uh, moving into another, uh, I don't want to. It was not as big a mess, uh, but another tag team match. We have Cody Rhodes and Pack, an unlikely tag team that wait for it doesn't get along, versus Malachi Black. And Andrade, mm-hmm. I can't say his last name. El Idolo. El, I- El, El, El Idolo. El Idolo. Yeah, because it's the idol. 
Andrade the Idol. Oh, Idolo. I, I'm just going to call him Andrade the Idol. Then. Okay. So. Andrade. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Well, those two don't get along either. They took a page from WWE on this one. Yeah, but they did it right. Um, because, <laughs> incredibly enough, neither of the teams were teamed up because they were currently feuding for a singles title. Right. Um, also, they, they, they teamed up to face common enemies, but they also made it clear that there's tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they communicated this because they weren't really cohesive. They were, they were, and they were, instead of, instead of as a standard, um, because you, and you'll see, as you'll see in most of AEW's tag matches, a standard tag is actually a cooperative one. Yeah. Uh, they actually use the the back tags and the you know the just the opportunistic tags whenever they wanted to. Yeah. Because they weren't interested in being a team past this point. Now I'll give them credit for that because this is the only time that I really want to accept this. Right. Is when people aren't getting along. <sighs> My problem is this, guys. When you've got, you can't have two teams that are arguing unless this builds up to something. And these guys, they they weren't even a. Well, I this thought, was Survivor Series. That's what this was. I guess. Well, I thought part of the thing was, at least at least from what from what I heard in the buildup was that. Supposedly, Andrade and Malachi were friendly toward each other. Or they, sort of. They 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 at least seem seem more friendly to each other than Pack and uh, Cody. Yeah. But over we, the course of the match, then things kind of started tearing tearing apart because they weren't winning as handily as they wanted to. Cody, on the other hand, uh, getting. So booed by the crowd. I'm really tired of that, honestly. Um, because the what? Let's let's break this down. What do you think started that? What? Why? Problem, why is that happening? The problem is the fans as a whole are just kind of tired of Cody a little bit. Yeah. But, but why? Because we don't see him every week. I don't know. They've just perceived him as being. You know all the criticisms of Triple H that, sure, that, have absolutely. Dogged, that have dogged him in terms of playing politics and keeping people down. Sure, they've decided that Cody's doing that in AEW for the most part, mm-hmm. um, and they're like, and they're tired of him. They just don't. It, the only the only thing I'm uh, I'm on their side of is he should really ditch that uh, red, white, and blue jacket. I don't think it's good. Yeah, and that, have the tattoo removed. <laughs> just. Jesus, it, <laughs> but but in terms of like character, he's uh, he's he, he's basically stated he doesn't really want to turn heel mm-hmm. um, be, for his own personal reasons, and he's trying. And, and as far as I can tell, he's trying to not make. A, he he will like you know he he will when he when his when he's doing his stuff be you know very. I, well, I, Maybe this is what it is. Maybe you stumbled onto something. Uh, Use the word trying. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem. He is trying too hard. He comes out, he cuts the... No, that's it. The, that's the what I'm trying to get Fight to. the good fight promo. And he got the blonde hair and got the nice suits. And he's like, hey, look, I'm... Uh, 
you know, I'm, uh, yes, I am a millionaire. I'm a billionaire and I, I run the company, but you know what? I'm also one of you. I'm a wrestling fan and he's got the red, white, and blue patriarch, patriotic Americana, uh, uh, robe and he's, and when he, he's got the legendary Arn Anderson, uh, by his side as his coach. And then he's got all his friends and his wife and the damn dog. What, what's the dog's name? Pharaoh, Arrow, Miro. Miro. Okay. Yes. That's right. Miro just wrestled. I, That's, th- um, I just, yeah, I think it's that. And it's just, he, I think if he just reined it in a bit, it would wouldn't be as bad, but he he seems to be very happy in the area he's in, in terms of the card. He you know he he's mm-hmm. try he's try like people want to think he's burying people, but I've seen him work very hard to try and elevate the people he's working against. Yeah, the crowd has just decided for the a lot of for just a lot of reasons they just decided they don't like Cody anymore. Well, I think it's several things. And they're trying to boo him into a change he doesn't want to make. Right. And I, I think it's several things. And we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the main one was when he, you know, he comes out and he cuts the promo and blah, blah, blah. And then Jake comes out. That's where this thing really started, I believe. He has Jake the Snake Roberts come out and cut a promo on him. And he really underestimated how much of a force Jake Roberts is on the mic. And that was that 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 was nail in the coffin number one. The second one was that damn tattoo that we likened to the mole from uh, Austin Powers where we just can't stop staring at it. It's nice to tattoo you. Meet you. Nice not nice Nice to see your tattoo. Don't say tattoo. I said tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. And then the uh, we had the murder hawk, Lance Archer, come in, who was this, supposed to be this unstoppable force. And Cody all but buried him. It's not... And and I, not on purpose, you just didn't book it right. You know, it it just that's just what happened. Uh, and I, I think when you take all those three, and then plus when now people are just mad. I guess, and I, I get that mistakes were made, but at the same time, he doesn't deserve that. Yeah, I mean, it's harsh. It's harsh, but you know, that's that's wrestling. Because. <laughs> Because now they're now they're ruining the show, in my opinion. Because they're they're tr- they're trying to override what's going on and make them make their opinion. Well, not that's that's wrong way of phrasing it. To make their voice the most important thing in the in the room that's happening at the moment. Right. And, and it is important. It is. But at it is. At the same time. Not letting, not giving the benefit of, like, of just letting the match play out and letting it go, and instead just booing Cody, which just gives the impression that if you go go to those clips, you just get the impression, wow, they hate this mm-hmm. match. Not just Cody, they hate this match. Yeah. 
and it's just it's not fair. It's it's not, and it's like, you know it's an it's an injustice to Pac and Black and Andrade. It, yeah, and it's like it's like when the when the crowds decide to make themselves the most important character in other matches. Like it, the, it happens. Like the uh, the uh, sorry the uh, the Iron Man match between Seth Rollins and someone. It was a couple years ago at this point, but Seth Rollins and I forget who, but the crowd decided they didn't enjoy the match anymore, so they started counting down yeah. to the point where they took the clock off. So they just started guessing at what time it was, right? And they just started counting down whenever they wanted and shitting on a match that was happening. Yeah, and you know, and but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that. Just thought of this. Yeah, that is letting the cra- the point of being a wrestler is you oh, control yeah. the crowd don't let the crowd control you right, right. and that's letting the crowd get away from them. so if you look at it in that then then all of this is happening is Cody's fault um and I like said I'll, I'll, well, I think he played it right he he, he no sold it <laughs> yeah and he just the, the match well was- here's the thing did he because you know towards that go home uh he was out there, you know, um, tending to an injury. Right. He had the medics come up, and we found out later that he was working. Right. Uh, he had uh, the medical doctor come up and was talking to him. The crowd is giving him uh, shit, and he starts yelling back at the crowd. Meanwhile, Pack is handling business in the ring mm. uh, without a partner there. And... I, th- this may be just a long-term swerve that they're we're getting ready to see. We'll see. But uh, he, he, my uh, my prime example of he doesn't deserve this as he goes to he, they booed him while he was giving his weight belt to the, the, <laughs> they, the they did the fan the yeah. fan in the audience they did the special needs fan who he he saw and he was like. I want to like it's like Bret Hart giving a kid the glass. What if people booed Bret Hart while he was giving a kid glasses? Well, I did. I know but. you did, but you don't count. <laughs> Shut up! <gasps> How dare you? But anything like that, like when Rey Mysterio was giving his mask to people in the audience, right? What if, what if people were booing him during that for some reason? What well, the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, guess what? The fans' voice is very important, but sometimes the fans are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And with that, we will move on past this match. Cody goes over well, along no. with Pac. Well, Pac wins. Pac is the one who seals the victory. He gets the pen. Yeah. Pac wins, and then, not Cody. And then, Co- you know, Cody. Not Cody. Right. And I think that's the point, actually, <laughs> because Cody comes up to, you know, at least congratulate him, and Pac just, he's out. Yeah. He's done. We like We won. The match is over. I don't have to talk to you anymore. Bye. Right. I gave this match uh, two and a half. Uh, it, it, there were parts that were fun, but uh, that was really our main point of topic was just Cody being Cody and why nobody liked it. Well, I, and I think the problem going forward is even when he's you know trying his best to make sure that other people are shining, you know, mm-hmm. that he's putting other people over. It's going to be more difficult now because people are determined to boo him and shit on what's happening. That's that's true because now it is, now it's habit. Yeah. So, moving on to our next match. Um, 
I don't have anything good to say about this. Uh, it's Tay Conte I, versus uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD. You kind of missed the mic on a couple of those. Well, well, on purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tay Conte missed a lot of kicks. <laughs> So <laughs> uh, I had my standard complaint for this that uh, I have for a lot of women's matches, AEW and WWE, which mm-hmm. is they're going too slow. Way too slow. Um, that match would have been uh, more enjoyable if they were going at full speed. Tay Conte, uh, y- yes. Um, let's, let's do the compliment insult sandwich. Um, oh, whoops, I started early. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um Tay Conte is getting better is. with every passing match. She is very slow. Her kicks look great mm-hmm. when she lands them. Yeah. Um, her punches, her forearms, her chops, on the other hand, just dog shit. Just absolute <laughs> Dog shit. Are you saying she's a menace above the waist? Uh, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Now, look, I I get it. Everybody really likes her, and the dogs, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or I, judo. Excuse me, judo. I, and I am sure if we if if Tay Conte and myself got on the mat, she would tear me apart. Probably both of us at the same time. Uh, but <sighs> you get in a wrestling ring, it's it, this is just a completely different animal. And she's she's not there, guys. She's just not there. And I know AEW, they want her to be there. She has had more wins than she should be allowed to have <laughs> this year. I mean, like a I, I, think it's, I think it's something like 17. But, uh, oh, my God. it's She's had a lot of wins, like a Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how, how much is a Brazilian? It, it varies from person is, to person. Is it, could it be like a, is it more than a quadrillion? No. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. Oh. That was lame. I thought it was pretty funny. Write it down. Uh, Dave will want to cut that. <laughs> That's not on. That's that's nothing on you, dogs. I know he'll cut that. Nope, I didn't. Yeah, I know he will. Uh, uh, (laughs) I thought it was funny. Anyway, this match was garbage. See see Um, what happens when we yes and. That's just Baker. uh, You know, she did what she could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you know, she had her faults in this too. Uh, She ends up going over, and rightly so, because we can't. Put that belt on Tay Conte at least right now. Maybe later down the road, if she will improve and the roster will improve, something like that. But I gave this match one and a half. It's garbage. Um, I don't want to even talk about it anymore. It because <laughs> this was a good pay per view and that stunk it up. It's killing my vibe. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, it's harshing my mellow, man. Uh, let's move on to something happy. CM Punk oh versus God. Eddie Kingston. This, this match, wasn't even a wrestling match. This was a fight. It was, and it was the shortest match on the show, and it was the most brutal. It's uh, We started out with 
before the bell rings. Eddie just does it like a discus punch or what? No, it, it was, was a spinning. Well, spinning back fist. it was it was more like an open hand back fist, yeah. but everybody called it a spinning back fist. We'll, yeah, we'll give it you, to you. See, it wasn't like a really full closed fist, but he spinning back fist punk cheap shots him in the back of the head and crumbles. He punk. goes down. Yeah. Like. <laughs> then the bell rings. Yeah. Uh, and he just started to just waylay on him and it was fantastic punk ends up you know getting his getting his shit back together yeah and he comes back there was just some beautiful beautiful moments because again with the finishers here it's like he actually hit the go to sleep on him what i think three times at least two uh, I know that he did one outside. Yes. But you can't beat him outside. So you had to throw him back in. Punk even got color. It was real blood. And, um, you know, Adam. Eddie, Eddie teased try, he was going to use the GTS on Punk. Yeah, that they, he did tease it. He couldn't quite get it. No. Uh, Punk tries a second time, but he nailed it so close to the ropes that Eddie was able to get his hands on the yep. ropes. Again, protecting the finish. That's that's how you do this, guys. Yeah, he didn't kick out. He was just at an opportune place in the ring. Yeah. And finally he goes for the third one. Well, now we're center ring, and you get the pin. Yeah. Beautiful fight. I mean, just, I mean, it really, it, there was not a, this was not a wrestling match. This was a fight, and it was fantastic. It was Nobody was going to give anyone an inch in this. Yeah, and just and just the storytelling. Eddie Kingston's just desperation is like, I have to beat you. Yeah, I have to beat you down and prove, prove that I'm I'm better. And you know that this is the beautiful thing about it. There was a lot of people that were talking about it before it happened, saying, "Oh, these two really don't like each other in real life." That's all. Oh, that's that's even better because they, it absolutely was a work, and you absolutely oh, yeah. got them. That's oh, yeah. that's perfect, guys. Because Eddie is so believable and so damn good on the mic. They were even booing Punk. Yes, they were, and and I will say that that AEW went the extra mile because because uh, when I I told you you didn't see, I, I'm sure you saw it on the replay, mm-hmm. but um. When they were doing the promo package for this, they actually went and got permission or paid, you know, what they had to to use um, actual footage of them from IWA Mid South. Oh yeah, like they oh, got yeah. they got special footage just to to highlight, you know, to highlight their their work to show where how this feud has spanned mm-hmm. over time. And I, I love the end where Punk, you know, waits for Eddie to get brought back up, and he, he lets you know to, to come too, and. And he tries to be the bigger man and be and hold out his hand for you know like a handshake Ed. of respect. And Eddie wants nothing to he do with it. Stares at it. He stares at him and just stalks out of the ring. Sadly, Kingston got hurt during that match. Oh. Yeah, he had to miss a couple of appearances because Oof. of that. So that's that's unfortunate. Godspeed to uh, Eddie Kingston. I'm not. I'm not surprised though. He went so hard in that match. Yeah, I mean, he gives it all. I just. I wish. If I have to be critical about Eddie Kingston, I. I. I need him to get in shape. And I've said this before. Eddie Kingston looks like me. He's got a 
gut that just won't quit going. And he just, I, I wish he would hit the gym a little bit harder and try to lose that gut. And because I think if he lost that gut, man, I there's nothing stopping him from capturing the world title. At, at least the TNT title, at bare minimum. Well, I mean, ultimately, that's up to him. I mean, because maybe he could stand to lose a little bit. But other than that, um, I just find that more impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> he's a terrifying individual. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing about it. And I love this match. I gave it a four. Uh he brings up that neighbor in the in the in the cul-de-sac energy mm-hmm. to the ring. Oh, you better believe he does. He's the guy who's like, yeah, you don't want to, don't don't turn the music up too loud because Eddie doesn't like it. So let's let's keep it at a tolerable level tonight, guys. It's, it's um, <laughs> wait, you're saying the ball rolled into his yard? We're getting a new ball. We're yeah, getting, <laughs> leave it. Do not try and get it. Yeah, he he's the new beast from the Sandlot. That's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> Moving into our next match, and <laughs> I think the, I think a problem in this because of how they set things up was like there were there may have been too far be it for me to stifle them, but there may have been too many tag matches of some of many sorts. Yeah, um, I understand it was the only way to fit a bunch of these things into the card, but this honestly, look, I like the uh, I like the feud, but. Between the inner circle and men of the year, um, we didn't need America's top team in there. Um, that 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 had no; those guys had no business being around there. And I know we want star power. Look, you got Brian Danielson, you got Adam Cole. What I mean, you're gonna have. Uh, Jay Lethal later. Uh, what what else do you want, man? That's your star power. You don't need this. There was no point to it, and I, I it, this was this was a bigger mess than the Young Bucks match. It was I was more scared for the inner circle. Just because of Junior Dos Santos. That's what I was say. We we spent the whole match keeping an eye on him. Uh, he scared the. He scared the shit out of me. He goes, he's, and you knew he didn't know what he was doing when he started throwing punches at Jericho. And you're like, oh my God, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna stiff him a little too hard. He's gonna get mad and he's gonna, he, he's gonna break somebody's back. Jesus Christ. And it was evident that he didn't know what he was doing because later on in the match, Jericho gets, oh my God, his name just fell out of my head. American top teams manager Lambert is it? Lambert thank you um, I don't remember his first name but I think his last name is Lambert uh, uh, Dan well he gets him in the ring he uh, grabs a staple gun and staples his nuts which uh, well he, he falls down he sells that Eddie goes to Eddie good lord um Jericho goes to do the lion salt, and as he and jumps on to the second rope. Now, here's the thing: when you watch this a second time, you you pick this up. As he starts running towards the ropes, he started screaming, "Junior!" 
He got all the way over to the ropes and paused for like a good two Mississippi because Junior Dos Santos was not in position and not ready <laughs> for the spot. And, he, and Junior ends up hitting him so that he could fall back. Uh-huh. It's, and I would like to say, well, that's the only mistake of the match. Oh, no. There, there was a lot. It was honestly, it was too much to go into. Um, the good things that I can say, Sammy Guevara is a beast. Yeah. He's gained about 10 pounds of muscle, and he looks incredible. And uh, he had a couple of fun spots with the ladder that just kind of appeared. Yes. Never actually saw that ladder I, until it was there. I, I, I'm pretty sure they drug it out from under the ring, but, yeah, it was just I, I saw a ladder at some point. It's just like, where did that come from? If <laughs> – if the street fight was a mess, I barely don't know if I can call this a match. Oh no, no. It was there was it was just too much. It was yeah. way too much and it was unnecessary. And honestly, if you had to do this, I would have put this on on the buy-in. I know Jericho's your star power and whatnot, but this was it, – it wasn't good, guys. It was not for the talent that we had there. Why not just keep uh, Scorpio Sky and uh, uh, Paige in there? Why, why not just those two? That was fine. And have it be Guevara and Eddie or, or whatever. It's, that would have been fine. But, no, we had, to, we had to get American Top Team in. Uh, very unimpressive. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I can't be nice about it. I gave it a two. And Inner Circle one, didn't they? Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> and, it's, uh, and honestly, look, you didn't do any favors for Scorpio or Ethan. No. Uh, they Not especially. Yeah, they lost. Uh, n- nobody looked good in this match. Nobody got put over in this match. Everybody's buried. It's... American top team is buried. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, why? Well, it, okay. I mean, just to say nothing else, it's over now. Yeah, it, it's over, and we don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, let's move on. So, now we have a big announcement, uh, and oh, yeah. that is the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Lethal is all elite. I could not have been more excited. I didn't know this was coming. Oh, usually, no, I, I have an i usually I have an idea. No clue. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea this was going to happen. So he comes out. He says he's all elite, and he challenges Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Um. And they get in. Now, again, this is face-on-face, but whatever. It's going to be an amazing match. Uh, I think they had it Wednesday. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, so I'm looking forward to checking it out. I like that, and I'm glad there's more of that in AEW, where it's just like you can have face versus face, and it's just as long as you keep keep it framed as, hey, spirit of competition, it it comes out great. Yeah, yeah. Um, So... Now we move into our main event of the evening, uh, and that, my friends, is Hangman Adam Page challenging for the AEW title 
Kenny Omega. Omega's the title? Omega is an actual title. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, look at his face. There's a lot of bumps on it. It looks like, it looks like Flair's belt. A match that's <laughs> been a long time coming. Yeah, it, it has been. We, I mean, since the AEW started, mm-hmm. uh, we, we just had a lot of trouble getting to this moment. But yeah. we're finally here. It was a damn fine match. It, well, it delivered on what it promised. Uh, I, I, if you want to go watch this, I, I definitely recommend that you check this out. It's a feel-good moment. It is, a, it is 100% the emotional heart of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Um, and well-deserved. As at, at the end of the match, well, well, Paige goes over with the buckshot lariat. Yep. And the Dark Order comes running out who have befriended him but he hasn't really uh responded in kind accept- not so much he accept he uh, that thus far he has accepted that they want to be his friend yeah and and that's about it uh <laughs> but yeah he they come out and they keep their distance and they all they offer him up a beer for yeah. to celebrate and then he invites them down he chucks the beer <laughs> yeah. and he he goes in for the hug yeah and which that was a great whole thing with it. He, he was like, yeah, I started drinking. I've quit drinking now and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And oh, it was just it, it, it was a great feel good moment. That's how you want to go home. That's how you want to send 100%. these guys home. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. And we now have a new AEW champion in Adam Page. God, I hope that he is everything that we need him to be in a superstar because I would love to see him be that shining beacon, that Hogan, that Rock, that Austin, that that A-lister that that we need so bad to push us forward. What what do you think? What do you think? I think I think he'll I think he'll get there. I don't know if he'll be there right be that right out of the gate, but he no. is. Absolutely going to get there. Yeah. I mean, good-looking kid, young, can wrestle. Um, An incredible sense of humor. Yeah. Yes, he does. I, I, I'll have, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll have to show it to you. He put out a quote-unquote press release after the show, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. I have not seen I'll, it. I'll, no, I'll yeah, it you'll have to show that to me. Well, um, that Kate takes care of us for AEW. Let me ask you, Barnes, who is your best dressed of the evening. That's honestly a hard pick because there were a lot of good choices. Yeah. Um, let's see. Running back through everything. I I, um, I really like MJF's choice. Like like I said, it was such a good choice to contrast mm-hmm. Darby Allen with. Uh, and FDR's throwback uh, design on their tights. Yeah. You know, see, I would have put FTR as much as I love them. Right. I would have put them down as my worst dressed. I did not I like it. the robes. It, it, well, the robes I could give or take, but the tights themselves, I'm talking. Oh, the tights were the fantastic. Tights with yeah. the, the font they chose are incredible, and it's 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 honestly I don't know if it's fair for me to pick because it's like Lucha, uh, the Lucha Brothers always look great mm-hmm. when they come out. Um, it's like it, it's it's hard it's hard to pinpoint. Um, I would I would I would say MJF slightly edges it out because again he constantly does put in the work to to put in to make a point about the choices he he's very Ric Flair about his choices in terms of 
how he decides to contrast his opponents. Yes, he is. Uh, now, my my best dress. Sure. I thought, and I, I'm going to shock you here. Sure. Uh, my best dress was Tay Conte. Okay. Yeah. No, I see. I, I, the I, with the Brazilian thing, the yeah. flag and the face paint mm-hmm. across. Uh, I, I thought that was great. Yeah, it looked really good. Now, what about your worst dressed? I, I don't really have one. No? No, I think everyone fit the bill. Okay, okay. Well, okay. Um, I would put Adam Cole in the camp of best dressed because he went... Worst dressed. No, best. Oh, best. Oh, best. Okay, okay. Because he, him and, uh, and uh, the Young Bucks decided to go with... I don't know if it was... Expli- it seems like it was explicitly like a tribute... It did like a, seem like a like. Bret Hart Hart Foundation tribute. It did seem that way. And while the Young Bucks, I would put Young Bucks in worse dressed because they court. I mean, they coordinated with black and pink, but it was just kind of it wasn't anything special. Adam Cole, you can tell very specifically, had this made, mm-hmm. designed in mind for this. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a feel alike. Bret Hart mm-hmm. leather jacket. That's exactly what that yeah, was. And his outfit is like it all matched up. Mm-hmm. Um, like it didn't look like Bret Hart's jacket, but when you're looking at him, you think Bret Hart. Yeah. Uh, but the Young Bucks con- contribution was more disorganized, and I didn't really think it worked. As it. per usual. <laughs> but yeah, I w- I'm putting them in, in worse dress. I typically will because I know they're doing it on purpose, but their choices of attires are absolutely um, repugnant. Repugnant. Uh, and when they came out later at the main event, I think it was Matt Jackson was wearing the quilt ensemble. Yes. It would look like someone's mm-hmm. patchwork quilt he had turned into like a, a vest hoodie and pants. It's like, yeah. I just, I don't dig it. I, I mm. It's like, it, it it's hard to say it's too bad for wrestling. I, I, I couldn't possibly. I'm not going to say that because it's not true. You can go a lot worse, but it's not great. I don't, I'm not a fan. Now, we usually ask Hensley this question, but I'm going to have to pose it to you because Kara hasn't seen it, and, uh, and you have. So if you could give us your, your, your best moment of the night. Or, or best performance of the evening. I know, yeah. Um, it's it's a, this is a hard one it because is. there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of bad, but there was a ton of good. I mean, uh, the most satisfying thing of the night was the end of Page Omega. But I think mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it to I'll make it a tie and make it MJF and Darby Allen. I couldn't agree more. God, it was just God. It was perfect. Yeah, it was so perfect. Could not agree more. Um, well, you know what? I think that's going to wrap us up for the I think evening. So. so, and we are not slowing down. I understand that uh, Long Walk Podcast just finished up their uh, their podcast. What was what was the podcast? Oh, we did Interstellar by Interstellar. That's what it was. That actually should already be up by the time you hear this. Yeah, right on. And uh, we're not slowing down at all because we have Survivor Series coming up next week. So just uh, stay tuned because I'm sure that's going to be just a road of trash. Oh, is Survivor Series happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know everybody else forgot too. Uh, Up to (laughs) and including WWE. Yeah. It really feels... 
I, I can't wait. And I've told you this before. I can't wait until they just get rid of the Survivor Series matches and stuff and just give us the Elimination Chamber. It's like I told you, they seem determined to not do it right anymore, so why not? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, uh, Carol, what do you think? Uh, any any thoughts for us this evening? I really am sad that I missed this AEW pay-per-view because I do love them more than anything yeah. that's on television right now. Right on. Uh, thank you so much for running the board for us tonight in uh, Hensley's absence, who is actually uh, uh, directing a play in Charlotte now, uh, which probably by the time you guys hear this, it'll be over. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, They Fight, uh, the best fights from uh, from literature. So uh, be sure to check that out if you hear this by, in time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or, or if you just want to check out future things, check out Free Reign Theater Company. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, as I do, do you have an outro for us? You don't. All right. Well, then I'll do it then. Uh, Barnes, if people want to contact you, where can they do that? I don't know why, but I'm on Twitter. Uh, the the cesspool of the internet. Uh, you can. Get, I'm at Chris the OK. That's oh. OKAY. It's all right. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can get me. At this is a work podcast on Instagram, or is it two dogs? I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Nobody. Two dogs in this economy? Oh, yeah. No, it's David Two Dogs Hayes on Instagram. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I got a few followers, but not many. I'm also on uh, TikTok, uh, and I never post anything on there. Uh, and you can get me at this is a work on TikTok. Uh, that's about all I got. You got anything? No, just if you want to hear more from us, just Google Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcast. Long Walk Podcast. I can't remember the addresses, and Dave has them, so uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, uh, for Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes, uh, Kara Hayes, and myself, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, you got out of bed today you've had a job to go to and somebody that cares about you when you get home folks this match is over and you just won via pinfall thank you very much for listening to this is a work <laughs>